even unlocked. Empathy. Wait, you wasn't you wasn't complimenting people at all? What? <laughs> what? Like I told you at the and beginning, bro. Like years. if you messed up, like bro, just like you messed up, fix it. Like it was no like, hey, bro, you did this. You oh, that's how it was supposed to be anyway. Yeah, yeah, like uh, man, yeah, yeah, bro. I was, I was chasing perfection. Okay. When I'm, I need to just chase consistency. There's a difference. Always mm. made, it's one of my favorite words, consistency. Yeah, yeah consistency. That was good. Efficiency. And that's that literally like. What's going on, y'all? It's Coach Willis. Once again, we are back. This is the Be Easy Show. We're bringing topics to you every single episode, helping you live your life easy. That's the plan and the mission of the podcast. Whatever platform that you're listening to this on, whether it be YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, if you could like, comment, subscribe, leave a five-star rating, and do not forget to share it with somebody because support is gladly appreciated. So once again, like I said, I'm Coach Willis. We got Zyla on this joint. Hey. hey. And this week, we got Romy on here. You know, one time for the one time. Give him a round of applause. On me, on me. Well, you know, we want to take a little time to introduce yourself. Romy, homie, first. We want to say thank you for being here. Oh, you know, we want in a to new show, location. Yeah, in a new location, new location dealing with us. Undisclo- with the, undisclosed. All this stuff. <laughs> you see, hey, it's a lot that goes into it, man. Hey, man. It's, I like it, man. Y'all y'all do a lot. Like, I, I've i watched, like, most of the videos yeah. know, since I followed you on Instagram. And some of them ones, man, they, they for real. Like, yeah. They, they, they there, man. Appreciate it, man. I got it, both of y'all, man. For real. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. But for sure, we want to extend our flies to you for coming out. But yeah, Romy, if somebody had to ask you who you are or introduce yourself, what, what would you say? This is a cold yeah. open. Cold yeah. open. Well, yeah. well, try and think of it in this situation. What you been up to? What you been doing lately? Finding my way. Like, people don't understand their, their way in life. Like, we, we really are subjected to just something that is just there in the time being. Mm-hmm. So me, I'm still finding my way. I don't think I've spent a day not learning something. Like, I try to learn something new. So, me as a person, I just say I'm a learner. Got to be. I mean, as a coach, mm-hmm. pretty much got to be that. So, that's what I take in consideration of who I am and humbleness and trying to be a great father. I am yeah. a father now. So, me. it's like I can't always think for myself. Yeah. It got to be somebody else first mm-hmm. before anything else. So. Yeah, but when you say finding your way, like I heard you say, you say you're learning new stuff. What's the practical things that you're doing when it comes like, are you reading books? You listening to new people? Are you like? Reading books, like always, like I read something every day. Mm-hmm. Like I took into more of just meditation type. Yeah. Like learning how to control an adversity whenever it seeks me. Mm-hmm. So that's more of me finding my way. Because you know how I used to act. Like I used to. I had yeah. never worried about nobody else but myself. So it's like finding your way in that happy medium. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like the child being born actually kind of pulled you into that? Yeah, man. Like they kind of got forced in like, there. Like, all, all my friends now say I didn't turn into calm, chill, softy in a sense. Yeah. But I'm like, this is always how I've been. I just never showed it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when they look at me in this line, I'm like, they just like, it's crazy. Yeah. So what do you think was causing that though? You said this has always been me, but mm-hmm. because hey, for what I'm saying, I ain't gonna say you never expressed that joint, man. Mm-hmm. 
Like when I used to like practice with you and everything, it was not some calm, hey man, you can do it a little bit better next time. It was none of that, man. Mm -hmm. So like when you say like that was always in you, what was keeping you from actually like expressing that? I think it's because I needed to work harder than the next dude. Mm -hmm. And I wanted them to be on the type of level that I am. Yeah. So it's me, hey, you'll get the next time. No, get it right. Yeah. So in a sense, now that I really look back at it, I think I could have changed. Yeah how I acted in my way. Because if I did, man, there ain't no reason why I should be farther in baseball than I am. Mm -hmm. So, and that's just self-pride. My ego. Yeah. E ego takes Boy. over everything. Oh, yeah. Everybody don't have you out here wilding. Yeah. Man. <laughs> acting <laughs> Going outside yourself. Always. Over some, over nothing. Over, over nothing. nothing. <laughs> and mine was just a sport. I was like, man, I had the skill. But then when I got to college, I was like, oh, this is a job. Mm -hmm. So my ego really like took a toll, and at one point I was like, "I'm done with this." Mm -hmm. So that's what I mean, like finding my way. Yeah, I was just wanting to kind of dive more into like you being a father and everything, mm -hmm. like how you said nine months right before mm -hmm. it. Like, wait, you want you want to cut that out? No, no. All I'm right, good. so nine months. What is that like, a newborn baby? <sighs> But you 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 not you ain't hit thirty yet. So no, I'm twenty twenty six. Twenty six. Nine months. Yeah. Son. <laughs> Look, if you would know what I wanted before, son, I wanted twin girls. Why? I don't know. Why? Because like, I always thought twin girls would keep me into that mellow type mood. I think that would have amped you up. Complete I think it would have amped me bro. up. That's what, and that's what people say now. Like, even when, yeah, that would have amped me up a lot worse. Mm -hmm. But I think it would have made me more chill, mellow, in a sense to some certain situations. Like, even with my son now, like, there's different situations I need to, like, address and yeah. be aware of. So, if I was to get into it with somebody on the street, I got to think, before I say something back to this dude, I have a son at home. Yeah. That's my priority. Yeah. Like, so, nine months, it's a lot of sleepless nights. Mm -hmm. Is it like oh. a co-parenting situation? No, nah, we, we together. Like, we live together, a whole happy family. Like, okay, it's, okay. Like, those are my two priorities. And then I put myself last because you got to. Like, and there's some instance where you think you should put yourself first, but you like, man, that's where the accountability and the ego comes with. Yeah. So priorities. Like, priorities. Like my son is always prior. I'll stop whatever I'm doing for my son. Mm -hmm. Like whether it's job, anything. Yeah. Cause that you'll know when you have a kid. I don't want to. <laughs> just dropping the ball on him. Oh, yeah. He on his own. Look, look at that man. He on his own with that one. I'm saying, in a sense, if you ever run into that, okay, maybe I have a kid. Yeah. Like my my son wasn't one of those. Oh, we messed up. We just had a kid. Oh uh, yeah. Ours was planned. That that makes a, a huge difference. Yeah. Exactly. Big difference. Because, because you know what's coming. You know what's coming. Yeah. You know what you're dealing with. You know the person that you want to be with for this amount of long time. And this is the person I want to have a, a child with. Yeah. So yeah, that 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 plays a big role in it as well. So But I want to touch on because you said now you're looking at it from the sense of now you got a son and with your girl and like how y'all in the situation, now you putting yourself third. When you was talking about like the competitive nature of you putting yourself first, like to me, it's kind of ironic what you playing baseball because mm -hmm. that's not like singles tennis. This ain't golf. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's a team sport. But I do understand, like my pops used to tell us, like no matter what, they're not going to draft the whole team. 
you know, you're just going to draft either one or two players from here or there. So was it so much on you, like, feeling your own ego and your own pride and everything that led to this, like, this amped up behavior and everything? Like, it's not just your son. Was you never, like, thinking about anybody else outside of just Romy? Definitely. Yeah. Like, I was always thinking about Romy. Mm-hmm. Like, Romy was coming first before anything. Yeah. Like, I can get into it with a teammate and still be like, mm-hmm. whatever. Because in that sense, yeah, I'm going to get drafted, not you. Yeah. I'm going to get signed in college, not mm-hmm. you. And I think that trickled down once I got to college. Mm-hmm. And I thought about it. I was like, I ain't as good as I thought I was. Yeah. Like, I so didn't that, take. So was that like humility? Yeah. Uh, and I didn't. And that's the thing, too. I had the skill. But again, I was one of them dudes like, I got the skill. I ain't got to work hard. Mm-hmm. So whatever you do, okay, you go ahead and do that. But what I do. I'm going to do it on my own time when I feel like doing it. Yeah. Instead of just going out there, sacrificing things that I should have sacrificed mm-hmm. to get where I wanted to be. So, and that and that burned bridges with a lot of friends. Like, a lot of a lot of dudes now that I talk to, like, they was like, man, we used to hate you. Yeah. And I was like, dang. Like, it make you realize, okay, you was acting mm-hmm. a little wild. Yeah. What you thought. Yeah. Like, so. But, but you hate see. you because you was putting yourself first or hate you because of your work ethic? It seems like it would be more of the Putting yourself first? Putting myself first. Because my work ethic was was ridiculous. Like, I stayed three, two hours later than what practice really ended. Mm-hmm. And then if dudes come in there just playing around, I'm saying something to them. Yeah. If you ain't going to do this, man, just get out. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you, I used to try yeah, to Yeah, I know. Like, man, I know. Yeah. There was days that I know I thought Isaiah was gonna punch me in the face, because I, I told him I'm like, man, look, if, if you want to do this, this is what you got, how you got to mm-hmm. take care of yourself. But I never showed him how to be a good teammate. I showed him how to be a good individual when it came to the sports. Like that, and it worked out. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it worked out. Man. I was looking out for myself Boy. a lot. But, but see, this is this is what's crazy though is that I don't understand is that. When it came to you, I always looked up to you, mm-hmm. like in a in kind of like a role model, like big brother, mm-hmm. like role like that. So I was never put into the position where it was all about me, yeah. because I always understood that, bro. It's people that's better, like even like dudes that's like my like EJ. Mm-hmm. I always respected EJ on a high level when it came to baseball. So I always knew, like, hey, it's not just about me. Mm-hmm. It, it was hard for me to just see myself as it's just me. Mm-hmm. But it also led me into, like, I was at the demise of other people. So that's why I wanted to ask you that question, because do you believe that that characteristic of, yeah, I do have to put myself first, it does help in certain situations? Mm -hmm. Because you could say, like, with your son, your job could be like, hey, we need you to stay. Nah, bro, I got to go, you know. Even though it's for your son, you still looked out for yourself and said, look, I'm doing this for my family. Yeah. You know, so do you believe that characteristic does help, though? Oh, yeah. Like, for you, for an instance, Mm -hmm. you was one of the ones that just – Okay, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with being all right. There's yeah. a lot of dudes better than me. But then I think when you met me, I think you saw that that con- it's confidence-based. Yeah. It's just confidence. So when you meet somebody, and that's how you think of everything, it's confidence. If I've met somebody that's in that role of he's good, mm-hmm. I see how he has his work ethic, Yeah, maybe that way of just being selfish can rub off on me. Mm-hmm. And I think it did with you. Yeah. Then you started like, 
Talking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never heard this before. Hey. I ain't never heard this before. Some days I was coming up there, he was he was he was talking crazy. I'm I'm sitting here like, but then I thought about it, I'm like, I was him. Mm-hmm. I used to act the same way. But he was more of a good teammate than I was. And I think I just opened that window for him to be more selfish in a good way, not in a bad way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, in the situation you're saying that you're coaching now, mm-hmm. has that kind of tuned your eye in a manner? Like, okay, you see, I see the path you're going down. Been there, done that type mm-hmm. of situation. Yeah, I've been actually been a situation where you actually helped a student. Oh, man. like yeah, you're right. I got because it. I'm sure the coaches are probably telling you, like, hey, Romy, yeah, slow it down. Yeah, but you wasn't listening. Not so. Have you kind of came up with your own little method? That oh yeah, my own worked. method. My own, own method to stop them from going down the Romy way is to sit there and have a conversation with them. A lot of coaches don't know how to just have a conversation with yeah. a, coach, a yeah. kid. Yeah. They would rather well, tell you, you, yeah, tell you or micromanage you mm-hmm. instead of, "Hey man, how was school today? Mm-hmm. You all right? How was you look? Your shoes is nice." Like, yeah. <laughs> but you, when have you ever seen coaches do that? Yeah, a lot of them uh, don't I, do that. Because yeah. they play sports. So yeah, I don't know. But he he can attest to mm-hmm. it. Like drill coach, sergeant. Yeah, our mm-hmm. coaches wasn't like that. They was more okay. Did you go to class today? All right, you gonna run? Oh, okay, you didn't even ask if I showed up. If I was late, well, you was five minutes late. Why do you know that? Because I was watching. Well, they ain't recorded. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's always looking for something. To me, you had them coaches always looking to run kids off mm-hmm. because oh they got problems at, at home. Mm-hmm. It's trickling onto the field. Okay, if it's trickling onto the field, make them comfortable enough to where they can talk to you about it. Not just wait, wait. They wouldn't want you on the team if you, you had problems at home. They yeah, they felt like because we have problems at home, it's gonna affect your game. It's gonna affect your game. Yeah. Which so, is, so it just seems like the coach's number one priority was not the student, it was the game. but rather the, the win. It was the game. I mean, because, like, not to cut you off, but it's like it's part of the, like, for the coaches to win, that's how they keep their job. Mm-hmm. So they are looking after their well-being, you know what I'm saying? Because if they're yeah. not winning, you know, they're gone. So that's what it really came down to is, like, understanding that, yeah, these, these is players, but at the end of the day, if the players ain't producing, they're not going to go and act like – the board not gonna go ask the players like, hey, well, why, why didn't y'all win this season? Now yeah. they're just gonna go talk to the coach, and then they're gonna get you out and put a new guy in, mm-hmm. and you are gonna have to hope with your record that hey, I can go get another job as a head coach or as a teacher. So yeah. like when you when you talked about all this, like what it sounded like to me, a lot of it is opening up to compassion. Like, mm-hmm. how important do you think compassion is right now to like anybody that's like let's, they playing a sport? Let's, they let's, not. Let's drop compassion and just throw in empathy. Empathy then. Yeah, to like people as general, because I don't just want to act like we're just talking to like ball players. Ball players like yeah. this is to everybody though, because even within myself, I like empathy, mm-hmm. you know. And it's still like times, even with like my wife, she'll tell me like, "Hey, bro, you don't like." She'll be hurting. I'll be like, "Hey, you know, mm-hmm. like just the other day, man mm-hmm. up, bro. Just man <laughs> up. yeah, man hey, up. that just, don't work. Look, this is a prime example, man. Just the other day, uh, we was joking around because uh, she's Haitian, so she was teaching mm-hmm. me Creole. So I just learned this uh this new word, I think it was like when pa care. And that's I don't care. So I just learned that. And I was messing around with her. It was this piece of paper she had, and I threw it on the ground just so I could say when pa care. Just so I could say that and mess mm-hmm. with it. 
And she's like, that's not funny. I was on the ground dying. I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> you just all jokes. I'm dead, yeah. bro. I am dead. And she yeah. like, bro, I don't get how you don't. Because she needed the paper. Mm-hmm. Like, that was a paper. She, oh. had just, she had just printed it out the printer. And, you know, well, like, with her back, these past couple of weeks. Oh, I've been terrible. Terrible, man. man. I've not been doing well. And But I was joking, though. That was the whole thing. I know. And she was trying to tell me, like, bro, like, sometimes you don't, you don't act like you care about me. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what do you mean? Like, yeah. Bro, it's a piece of paper. I was going to get it. After I got done laughing, I was going to give you the paper. Like, But now I'm saying, like, bro, no matter what, like, even though we ain't going to completely understand where people are coming mm-hmm. from, like you were just saying with the players, mm-hmm. it's still, I, I want you to know, that, like, bro, I feel I feel for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So how important do you think that is being as a dad, a coach, or just an individual? It, as an individual, it's really important. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to sometimes show some type of empathy to yeah. something. To something, it don't even matter if it's just the smallest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Just like if this camera was to follow, it may be a big deal to you. Yeah, he may joke about it, but then you might not. Mm-hmm. But then he's like, "Okay, don't take that too serious." But whatever. Yeah. But you, kind of how I am, I would have just been, "Nah, man, nah." Like mm-hmm. blowing, blowing up. Yeah. <laughs> blowing hey, up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not okay. Yeah, it's not okay. <laughs> and he joking and laughing and you storm off. It's yeah. one of those situations. You've you always in a situation where your girl like try to be serious about something mm-hmm. like that. This yeah. is my girl has done that numerous times. And I have done the same exact thing. Yeah. And she you don't care about me, mm-hmm. So it it kind of has made me learn, like, okay, I see you. This is important to you. This mm-hmm. is important to somebody else. Like, it's always good to show some type of just empathy to something. Yeah. Never always, like, joking around. Because I used to be the same way. Mm-hmm. So I'm learning that. I ain't really... I'm practicing empathy right now. It's not going well. Yeah. It's not. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard, man. Because it's hard to really convey, because we're in such a digital age now. Mm-hmm. Showing empathy through a phone, mm-hmm. super hard. <sighs> through text... Yeah. Like I'm genuinely concerned. I'm trying to be like a person that's available to you. But mm-hmm. through text, they already it, know. Like, words. I was just joking around. Yeah. He's not yeah. serious. He thinks this is funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, no, nah, I'm actually like being, yeah. serious. being serious. So it takes a lot of practice. Yeah. But like, I think one of the things though, is even when it comes to empathy, like I know one thing was like with me, and I still see it sometimes, like me and my wife, I see it. And like one of the reasons why I'm struggling to like show some empathy is because I never really show empathy to myself. Like when you said with sports, sports was really a thing that always taught me like, or even being a man, especially mm-hmm. a black man in America, it was no like, oh, you got time to like feel it. Nah, bro, like get up and get back to it. Mm-hmm. Like you mess up, like I think it was my junior year, messed up in the field one time, set me on the on the bench. Just like that, it was no time for you. Like, hey, bro, you know, go rub it off. And yeah. we'll get, no, it wasn't. Like, I was like, yeah. pick yourself up and get back to it. So it's hard for me to even give empathy, empathy because I never even give it to myself. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like, and it's always the stigma of a black man. Mm-hmm. We can't show no emotion. Yeah, none at all. Mm-hmm. And no if we do, if we do, what's the comments we get? You weak. Soft. You soft. Weak. Yeah. Why you those, are, those are the nice ones. Those, yeah, are, the yeah, nice, yeah, those yeah. are the nice ones. Yeah. Those are the nice ones. Boy, you see it at the high school, man. They mm-hmm. drop. But I'm Wait, like, high school kids are still doing yeah, that? Yeah. I thought they were nice. It changed. It is oh, not okay. changed. I'm th- politically is, correct now? I thought we were not saying that. I thought we was politically correct no, now. I don't even think it got worse. It just stayed the same. Yeah. They just trying to cover it up. But yeah, man, like, you cry as a black man, you soft. Mm hmm. I didn't. I don't think I ever started crying. I just now started crying. 
now. Like I show, I actually wear yeah. my heart on my sleeve yeah. more than more than I should, mm-hmm. and I had to learn that myself mm-hmm. because somebody else can't teach me that. Because your father be like, "Why are you crying? What's yeah. crying for?" Mm-hmm. But when I go to my son, "You okay, son? You all right? You good? It's okay to cry." Yeah, because you got to teach them that in an the early age. Yeah, 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 yeah. And see, I think one of the things, bro, because I seen my pops cry when when I was growing up, but it was always over serious matters. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, like. You know, and my both of my parents, both of my pops' parents, like they passed away already. Mm-hmm. So I seen them cry in those instances, mm-hmm. or like when like the family was going through it. But it was never just like, you know, like I'ma just like, bro, I got some stuff on my shoulder. I'ma just let it out. Yeah. Like the other day, uh, this ain't the other day. This was right before me and my wife was about to get married, and I was crying like bawling my eyes out. And I ain't like scared to say, but I was bawling my eyes out. And this ain't like around. This ain't before? at the wedding. This was before. Oh, yeah. This was before, because our church was going, they was so going. So don't, don't let him try to, like, spend this too too much. <laughs> this man, the night before, I ain't crying. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to cry. The man. This I man look at me dead in my eyes in the room. I do this. I'm not yeah, crying. Yeah, yeah, I do. Oh, and when I, I, I seen like her walk down the aisle, yeah, it hit you different. I had rivers running down, yeah. man. You talking about you was crying even before the wedding. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. When they was, our church was about to throw us a, a wedding shower. Mm-hmm. And the day before, I don't know, just something got wrapped up in my mind of just like gratitude and thankfulness mm-hmm. and everything and how my life had done like a full 180 since I had met Mariah. Mm-hmm. And something just came over. I was just chilling. I remember I was chilling in my car and I was about to go to her house to go see her. And out of nowhere, it just started crying. Mm-hmm. And like I let it go for a minute. Then I just started wiping. I was like, hold on, homie, what's going on over here, man? This ain't, this ain't what I do. But now I'm like, bro, no matter what, like, like, that's one of the things and I asked you at the beginning, like, when it came, you said, I'm learning new stuff every day. That's why I asked, like, what's the practical things mm-hmm. you're doing? Because, like, when it comes to, like, showing yourself empathy, what's the practical things you're doing? Like, are you letting yourself cry? Are you yeah. letting yourself, like we said in the last episode, are you letting yourself be present? Oh, yeah. Like, All the time. I, man, I let myself cry a lot mm-hmm. more than I should. But I, but then I go back and think, I didn't do this when I was younger. Yeah. Like, my son may do the littlest thing, and I start tearing up. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I've never got to do this. Yeah. So it's new. Yeah. So, and my girl always teaches me, you gonna cry. I know you gonna cry. Nah, mm-hmm. You gonna cry when you ain't gonna cry. But I did. Yeah. And it's it's okay. Like, we need to be present there for the black men to show, mm-hmm. okay, I can show emotions on this. I yeah. can. It's okay. Mm-hmm. So, people ain't. But people now, they don't want to yeah. give them that leeway too. Mm-hmm. to it. And I try to give people now, even when I train or just everyday people, I'm always a person. I'm the type of friend, hey, you need something? You good? Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't? All right. Just last week, my boy was going through a situation. Yeah. Hey, man, come to the house. Yeah. He teared up. He's like, I'm good. I'm good. It's okay, bro. Like, mm-hmm. you're going through something. Yeah. Why would you hold all that in? Yeah, man. And then it it flushes out. To mm-hmm. everybody in a negative way, you talking to him crazy, you talking to them crazy, you doing, you doing mm-hmm. different Boy. things yeah. that you, you don't good. realize, is, yeah, and you, you think, think you're good. good. I'm good, but man. you're but well, you wilder. But we are creatures of habit. Yeah, everybody knows that human beings are creatures of habit. So when we hold a lot of things in and we don't realize we act in a different type of way of how mm-hmm. we're supposed to act, your friends gonna call you out about it. If like, you got good friends, if you yeah, got, you good, got friends. good friends, yeah. But yeah. if you got from good friends that's just gonna sit there and say, tell everything, oh, it's okay, it's good. No, it ain't okay, man. Look yeah. at how you acting. Nah. Come on, man. Yeah. So 
That's what I'm learning, man. Mm-hmm. Boy, that's that's a real good point because you don't even realize it in the moment. Like if you yeah. just mm-hmm. bottle it all up, you Let will think you good. Like I'm straight, mm-hmm. but you being mean to everybody, mm-hmm. you ain't sleeping good no more. You're not even doing mm-hmm. the things you used to do anymore. You're not you anymore. Yeah. So it's important. To, I'm learning that. I think I read in the sure. book, man. The analogy was like what book? Put it out there, man. I wish I could put it out there, man. But cut I that can't. Out. I can't. But uh, the analogy that I read was it's like working out, trying to do a full workout. Not like when you just on the bench and you holding your breath, but it's trying to do a full workout mm-hmm. holding your breath. Because mm-hmm. you know, like when you on the bench, you may hold your breath, like when you trying to go back up or something on the bench, or like if you trying to throw a kick or you about to like you about to swing, you mm-hmm. may hold your breath through the swing or through the kick. But you're not gonna do that through the whole fight. You're not gonna do that through yeah. the whole game. Pass but out. it's so it's like you going through tough times, like with your homie. It's like, bro, cry. Like, understand that you're going through something right exactly. now. Like, it's okay to let that out because you're just trying to hold your breath, and it's gonna make that workout or that situation so much harder. Yeah. Yeah. You trying to hold all that that anger, that that joy, that thing, but whatever it is, you trying to hold all that stuff, and it's just gonna make whatever you're dealing with mm-hmm. so much harder. Yeah. Acceptance. Yeah. They don't want to accept that there's something wrong. Mm-hmm. Why not? Yeah. Because you think people are going to judge you. If you mm-hmm. don't, why would I judge you? I'm your friend. I'm supposed to yeah. make sure you're good. Mm-hmm. But not a lot of people like that. Mm-hmm. So take us to a time when you was in denial. <laughs> take us to a time you was in denial. We want to hear oh, it. I'm man. good. I think I, oh, man. I think I'm in denial and I catch myself every day with it. I always think I'm right. Even mm-hmm. when I'm wrong. And I know, and I know yeah. I'm wrong, <laughs> and I know I'm wrong. Yeah. But I'm not gonna sit here and allow you to tell me that I'm wrong. Boy, mm-hmm. I want to, I want to go. I'm in t- denial. Yeah, I'm in denial of the situation. <laughs> I want to just sit here and be like, Nah, I'm yeah. gonna argue to the dev, and I still do this to this day. Like, mm-hmm. you call some of my friends now, they'll be like, Romeo, I always think you're right every time, because mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a good argument. Arguing yeah, with you, yeah. usually make, you are. So yeah, yeah. to make sure, right to, make, to make sure you admit that I'm right. I'm gonna yeah. flip it to some yeah. type of way, yeah. man. That's yeah. that's always how my character's been. Mm-hmm. I always think I'm right no matter what, and I'm starting to learn. Okay, I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Like even in little situations, and where that really shows up is, and that shows up for everybody. If you got girls in your relationship. Like, you got what? Break that down some. In your in your relationship with mm-hmm. your girl, mm-hmm. you in denial about something. Yeah. Why? Nobody really sits there and asks why are you in denial about something. In yeah. Your relationship. So think about it. You married. Mm-hmm. You ever been in denial with your girl? Oh, several times. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you single, right? Yeah. When have you ever been in denial of being <clears throat> single? Ooh. What? <laughs> See what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Think about it. Yeah. You... See? It's a process with everything. Exactly. So I'm more curious about y'all's situation with like being in a relationship. Like I, I just got out of a relationship earlier this year. Mm-hmm. It was a long-term relationship. Ended, whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, adjusting to being single again after three years, it was weird. I would say just now... But could you admit that to us in that moment? Early on? See? Uh, the summer, the summer, I was, yeah. Isaiah thought I was cool. Yeah, I, yeah. I thought it was great. Wasn't cool. Going through it. Wasn't cool at all. Yeah. You, you get to, and you kind of form this habit of you just meeting new people, different women, mm-hmm. type of stuff like that. Oh, I'm good. I'm out here meeting new people, doing this, doing that. I'm straight. 
But once all that go away, mm-hmm. and you just left with you, that denial gonna, mm-hmm. gonna be sitting right there. next to it's you. It's still there. Yeah. It never went anywhere. It's never, like, oh, it's never gonna, okay. It's never gonna go away until you find somebody else. Until you face it. What you until mean? You face it until you find somebody else. Nah, I don't think so. You don't think so? Nah, like from I would I would say I've definitely turned a corner. Like now, as sin speaking honestly, mm-hmm. I'm cool. I'm good. It took ten months, but I'm cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a long time too. Oh yeah. But are you cool? You never been put to the test though. What you mean? See? Like back into another relationship. Because you remember what I told you about like when me and Mariah first got together? Mm-hmm. And like I had been single for like three some years. Yeah. I thought I was good. Well, first of all, I never faced any of the things that I like any of the things that I thought because mm-hmm. I always thought, you know, like when you're in a relationship, like we were saying, you in denial in the relationship because she she wrong. You know, she left because she was wrong. You know, mm-hmm. she met. We we didn't work out because she was tripping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The whole time it's never like me. Yeah. So it wasn't until I got with Mariah until I figured out, oh, that same problem that was in that relationship is in this relationship, and it's a whole different girl. Why is it still here? Because of me. Common denominator. Because of me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. And then I'm like seeing like, oh, that problem is even with my homies. Like, this ain't even just with me and a girl. Like, this is even, like, dealing with, like, me at work. This is dealing with me at a lot of other things, you know. And that's what I'm saying until you face it. But one of the things is that it, it becomes so easy when you don't have to put it to the test. So, like, I can, like, are you in this situation? You can say you facing all the things you want to face because you haven't put it to the test. But you want to go home and cry tonight? Nah, <laughs> well... I'd be all right if you did. Yeah. I'm telling you the truth. I won't judge you. Yeah, I won't judge you at all. I'd be all right if you did. But See, that's in us. That toxic masculinity. Yeah. That stuff is real. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, it is. Because it I, pulls up out of nowhere. Yeah. Did you think you I'm gonna cry? You trying to tell me about myself? Yeah. You trying to tell me about myself? Yeah, yeah. Nah. Always. Every time. Every argument you see it pop up. The toxic. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like once I enter a new relationship, I'm gonna see that, oh. Yeah. Yeah. But that's why I'm kind of like just taking the time, like, all right, I need to address it. Yeah. And actually start piecing it together. That's mm-hmm. why I'm working on my empathy now. That's why I'm working on just different types of things and finding, like, okay, what do I like? What yeah. don't I like? To really figure it all out. Mm-hmm. That way I'm whole going into a relationship rather than being almost cut. Oh, for sure. A half, you know, mm-hmm. going into something. Yeah. And then wondering why it's not working. And then yeah. wondering why that person isn't wanting to give 100%. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's important. I mean, because it's like everything in life is like season. So like what the Bible talked about. Easy season. Yeah, yeah, easy season, you know. <laughs> Shout out to it. Like, comment, subscribe, y'all. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> what the Bible talked about in Ecclesiastes 3, it's talked about there's a season for everything. There's a season of dance, there's a season of mourn. So it's the same thing with sports. There's a preseason, there's a regular season, a postseason. So there's things that you can do right now as a single man that will allow you to be effective when you're in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? And then eventually when you like in a marriage and you're like y'all family and everything. So there's things you can do now, but there's just things like no matter what, like I, there's no, there's something, there's just things no matter what, like I just, I wasn't going to, I couldn't prepare for that in the preseason. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the best thing you could have done was just like get yourself ready to know that as I won't. As much as you can. Yeah. To get mm-hmm. yourself ready that I won't be ready. You know what I'm saying? And that's just like one of the things you could do. So it is things that we could change now. So let me ask that to Romy then. What what's the thing that you would do, like either preseason, like before whatever, like even like the thing, like you just becoming a dad, or you just becoming a coach. Like, what are some of the things that you prepared yourself physically, mentally, or spiritually to get ready for the things you're facing right now? With me becoming a dad, 
mm-hmm. entering into that, I basically like got my mental ready. Yeah. I know I was going to be mentally challenged mm-hmm. as becoming a new father. And how'd you do that? I always read, I always watch this one video. It's Bruce, it's called Bruce Lee. He just talking about, just talk, regular interview. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that stood out is be water. That means water can adapt to anything. Mm-hmm. It can take shape. No, I haven't seen that, but I've that's good. It. Can, it's, a, it's a real, can, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A, it's a real interview. It's like a whole black and white video. Mm-hmm. But he say, be water, be adapt to everything. Like, because water takes shape no matter what what type of surface it's in. Mm-hmm. So if it's in that bottle, surround shape. Yeah. All right. Be water, my friend. Be water. Yeah. Like that's how you adapt to whatever mm-hmm. situation you in. Yeah. Be water. Mm-hmm. If I'm going through an adversity, okay, be water. Water is mellowed out. There ain't no color to it. It's mm-hmm. clear. Clear the mind. That's how I look at things now. Whenever it becomes to that, so that's how I get myself ready for anything. Yeah. Whether it's starting a new job, interview process, even with this. I didn't know I was going to talk on here. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm, I say a lot of cuss words. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think I cuss not one time, which yeah. is crazy. And I'm in the same boat. <laughs> so and you're I mean, in the exactly, same boat. Because I'm, I'm adapting to that. Yeah. yeah. And, but people sometimes can't adapt to that. Mm-hmm. They don't have that preseason mindset of what they're going to start. Mm-hmm. Like when y'all had this, started this podcast, how did y'all adapt? And how did y'all do a preseason of it? Yeah. You had to mentally sit back and think. Mentally sit back and say, how am I going to approach this? It's always planning. It's always figuring out what way will work and what way mm-hmm. won't work. Yeah. For me, it was, Isaiah was already doing a lot of the mentor mm-hmm. stuff beforehand. Before I even I even got on the podcast, I didn't even know because I'm not on social media. Yeah. I'm just now entering that world. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn how to adapt to that. Okay, I need to. Get an Instagram, figure out how it works. Okay, yeah. now I need to figure out a post. I'm still working on like posting on yeah. regular. It's yeah. hard. But you adapt. Yeah, ex- absolutely. But as far as like the technical stuff and like how to make and bring a show together, mm-hmm. we're still growing. So I don't know if you saw us in the early, early oh, days yeah. with the yeah, band yeah, yeah. lighting. Oh, <laughs> boy. I'm telling you, it was tough. At the end of the day, it's just a thirst of not yeah. wanting to yeah. be the same. You mm-hmm. just constantly wanting to be better. Mm-hmm. And I think both me and him share the same thing. We just want this to be as, as good as it can be. Yeah. And we're willing to constantly grow yeah. and be open to changes. Mm-hmm. Like oh, yeah. Isaiah say something, hey man, I caught this in the audio. It's on me to be like, okay, I need to figure that out. Yeah. Take care of it. But if I'm like, okay, Isaiah, I saw something in the video. Mm-hmm. It's on him to be like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to take care of it. Yeah. Definitely. And it's on us to kind of keep ourselves accountable yep. because if I'm out here seeing him wilding, oh, I don't yeah. say nothing. Yeah, Am I really a good mm-hmm. co-host? Am I really a good friend? You want me to answer? Exactly. <laughs> it don't even need to be. <laughs> yeah. It don't even need to be. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, man. yeah that's, that's, that's exactly how I no, approach good. everything. Mm-hmm. Like Everything, you have to adapt. You have to get mentally. And I've, I've been, I think I've been more mentally prepared for anything, no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. It can be the smallest thing. Okay. How am I going to approach this? How am I going to do it? Yeah. Don't go my way. How am I going to handle this? So it's made you more calculated. Yep. Uh, calculated moves always set you up for success. No matter what you try to do. Even if it don't work out. Mm-hmm. Okay. It didn't work out that way. Let's go back to the drawing board. Just Absolutely. like sports. If it don't work this way, okay, how can we get it to fix that way? Mm, so you don't give up. Okay. So beforehand, you were talking about going overseas 
How are you preparing for that? Oh, it's more so preparing myself homesick, seeing my son, because mm-hmm. that's like, and my girl. Mm-hmm. Those are like the two things that I'm sacrificing going to go play. Yeah. And a lot of dudes, when they in the situation I am, they just like, no, nah, I got to go, just go. Like, if they tell me, okay, you're here for eight months, I got to sit down and talk to my girl. Okay, how are we going to financially, how are we going to set things up? How are we going to be able to cover the bills while I'm still there? I know Zylan ain't going to be able to see me 24-7. There may be some days I can't answer the phone. Mm-hmm. So how are we going to make it more suitable for you and him that's easier? Yeah. And those are things I really like take serious. Like every time somebody contacts me about playing, I discuss it with her first mm-hmm. because I have to. Because you're the person I choose to be with. This is my son. Yeah. So I can't just sit here and be like, no, I'm just go. Let me sign this. Yeah. So communication is key. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On top of that, man, you going overseas, so y'all gonna be on different times. Different zone. times. Yeah. Time I don't even zone. think of that. Time yeah, zone is uh, Sweden will be like two a.m., three a.m. here, two a.m., three a.m. here. Yeah, they like what, like seven hours ahead, mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. like that. That's that's so, crazy. Mm. Just getting mentally prepared for that. Yeah, is. I ain't trying to sit there and just, okay, I'm just going to go because it's for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I told her, baseball is going to be there whether I play or not. Like, it don't matter. But y'all are my priority as well and myself. So, man, answer this because I'm glad we're talking about that. Like, even with you still trying to go overseas and play, like, persistence is one of the biggest things that I've been seeing you have, like, how many colleges ever you went to, man? Oh, I got a wild college career. Not a lot, man. man. So I started out, I've been to five. In the and, state? Yeah, five colleges. So Did you play in Texas? No, I was getting ready to. Oh, I was getting ready to go yeah. to Texas. So my first school was Southwest Christian. Mm-hmm. Signed as a freshman. I got hurt at the end of the season. I was like, I don't think I'm going to play tomorrow. Let me go to UCO. Went to mm-hmm. UCO for a year. All right, went to a trial at Rose State, made it. All right, I'm back in. Played at Rose State for one year. All right, didn't have no offers, leaving Rose. Went to Virginia Beach to play in the summertime. Got three offers. Turned around. I ended up getting called by Chicago State, just on a partial scholarship, D1, uh, south side of Chicago. So I'm like, okay. Turned around last week of Virginia Beach, slid in second, broke my wrist. So mm. I'm like, I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta. Mm. This is where the honesty kick in. Yeah. So I gotta call the coach and let him know. I, hey, I'll be good. I'll be there. Minor injury, hand messed up. Okay. He was like, I looked over your grades too. He's like, we'll fix that. He just like make sure everything's good with your hand. Two days later, he calls back. Didn't even call. He sent an email. Mm. Hey, we Ooh. signed another. Signed another. Another guy. You good? All right. Be easy. Yeah, be easy. Be easy. <laughs> be easy. <laughs> and that's how that's how I kept, that's how I took it. He was just basically oh, like, "Be easy." Yeah. I'm like, "Okay, you just messed up my plans." So now it's back to the drawing board. Went mm-hmm. back home, sat out another year, worked a job, literally miserable. Contacted coach in uh, Dallas, uh, University of Texas at Dallas D3. Didn't think I'd be at a D3. He was like, "Well, grades pretty much ain't gonna make because we don't give scholarships." Division three, they don't give any sports scholarships. Mm. So I'm like, okay, 
Let me go back to school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go back to school, try to get it up. I think it was like a week before I was getting ready to roll. I better go back to UCO. Mm-hmm. For academics. For academics. Yeah. Because I was pretty much done. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to play at all. A friend called mm-hmm. me. He was like, hey, man, I'm at Bacon College in Muskogee. Hit the coach up. Like, they might be able to do something for you. All right. A week before school started. So that means I had to contact him in a day, figure out how I'm going to roll. Do all that in a, less than four days. Hmm. Did all that in less than four days. Ended up going to Bacon College for a semester. Got into a rift with the coach and called me into the office and said, I don't think your personality fits the team. Not enough empathy? Not enough empathy. (laughs) (laughs) And every time I turned, it was always a coach saying, your personality does not fit the team. Because if I had 60 of you, we win. I ain't got 60 of you, your attitude. So I can weed out the bad apples. Mm-hmm. And that's what he basically did. But I got saved because he was like, because a week later, the school's getting ready to shut down. So I was like, all right, I'm in cool, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't even think yeah. about, didn't even think about it like what he was trying to say. Yeah. I was just like, oh, he just hate me. He don't like me. Ooh. He just mm-hmm. hate me. Just hate me. He don't like me. <laughs> that that was that ego. Yeah. His ego kicked in. Everybody all in my ear on the team. Hey, he shouldn't have kicked you out. That was dumb. Dumb reason to kick you out. Oh, now you got but supporters. They, they, they haters, supporters. though. They, they probably hating on the low. Hating we, on we're the glad low. you're gone. We're yeah, glad yeah, you're yeah, gone. We're glad you're gone. And a couple of them was ones that I was starting to bug. Yeah, you yeah. was going to be with them. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of mm-hmm. glad that you're gone now. That fake love. Yeah. You got to be wary of that. And me, how I am, I'm just like, yeah, I hear y'all. And, but I knew it was hate. So... Ended up leaving there a semester, sat out another semester. Mm-hmm. Then I ended up at Mid America the last two years. And then the first year, it was cool. But I think age is what really caught up. Because now I'm sitting at Mid America, I'm 24. Mm-hmm. The dude they want to play is 20. So then you look at it like, I'm 24, he's 20. They think about who's going to have the longest? Who's going to be more durable? Mm-hmm. So they went with him. And you know, my ego kicked in. I'm on the bench. All first year on the bench. Hey, come on, man. I know I'm better than him. I know everybody tells me. Mm-hmm. They see it. Everybody see it. Yeah. But I think it was just a wake-up call to get me to understand you're not going to get everything your way. Mm-hmm. Even no matter how you work either. They and it's <laughs> Sometimes yeah. it's political. Sometimes yeah. it's some of that. But yeah. I think if, if my personality and my ego did change, I think I'm going to start at every school I went to. Mm-hmm. So that time on the bench helped you. Oh, Had a lot oh of time yeah. to think. Oh, yeah. A year and a half. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like a whole year and a half, yeah. you just sitting there, just sitting back. You get in every other once in a while. But then it make you really think, okay, I think it's me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to look at it like that. I just think it's always the coach. And I've always had that say. It's always the coach. I get put up, put in a difficult mm-hmm. situation because of the coach. Mm-hmm. No, nah, maybe it, it took me that one year to look in the mirror. Oh, it is me. Mm-hmm. So I go back the following year. I'm talking better teammate, picking people up. Mm-hmm. Different. You ain't never heard that. Yeah. <laughs> Different. <laughs> picking people up, yeah. helping them. What is what do you mean picking people up? Good job. Oh. Yeah, okay. Showing love and support. Okay, okay. Good yeah. job. Okay. And when am He's I unlocked empathy. Wait, you wasn't you wasn't complimenting people at all? What? <laughs> what? Like I told you at the and beginning, bro. Like years. if you messed up, like bro, just 
Like you messed up. Fix it. Like it was no like, hey bro, you did this. You oh, that's how it was supposed to be anyway. Yeah, yeah, like uh, man, yeah, yeah, bro. I was, I was chasing perfection. Okay. When I'm, I need to just chase consistency. There's a difference. It's one of my favorite words, consistency. Yeah, Being consistent. That was good. Efficiency. And that's literally that like how I go about things, even training. Mm. I got to be consistent as possible. If I'm not consistent, that's even being a boyfriend. I got to be consistent Yeah. in my relationship. If I'm not, <laughs> if I'm big, not, then what, what happens? Oh, that's big. Everything falls apart. Exactly. So even with all that consistency, again, age caught up. I'm 25. Mm-hmm. That dude is 21. Mm-hmm. They gonna go with him, no matter what I'm doing. But then I flash some youth mm-hmm. on the field. Okay, cool. They gonna. Then now the coaches is in the air. Hey, we gotta get him in. We gotta get him in line. But the head coach, nah, nah, we can't. We don't know what he's gonna do. Get in, show some flash. He see nothing. Mm-hmm. So at that point, it's just like, okay, man, my time has run out. Yeah, it's my time. And the only person I got to blame about that time is me, nobody else. So that's that's literally how my college career like completely ended mm-hmm. because I was the person that self destructed everything. Mm. Like my parents, they I don't think my parents got to see me play for almost two years. Why? Since Virginia Beach, right? No, Rose State. Did because they wasn't going to Virginia Beach, did they? No, they drove me down there the first week. Yeah, and did they stay and watch you play? Nope. So they didn't really didn't see you since Rose, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that made okay. yeah because yeah. that year that year and all that mm-hmm. sitting, yeah, all that sitting. See, yeah. see, I got I got two questions, man. The first one is when it came to baseball, what was your goal? What was you trying to get out of this? To make yeah. it out of Middle City. That was it. That was the goal. That's that's why you kept going back to baseball. Yes, that literally was the goal. I gotta get out of here. Mm-hmm. I gotta leave music. I gotta get out of here. That's mm-hmm. I feel you on that. Yeah, like, yeah. I feel you on that. Because you get trapped. Mm-hmm. But I thought about it. Maybe I can just get out of Midwest City and I go do something else. Mm-hmm. I never had a backup plan. It was always baseball or bus. Yeah. Like no matter what. And I thought, okay, I don't think I'm gonna make it out. What's the backup plan? Mm-hmm. What's the game plan now? And all that sitting. Literally, and that's how my coaching career started because now I got a knack for helping other people, helping them get better mm-hmm. as just an individual and an athlete. Yeah, because okay. I've I seen what that self destruction of somebody who think they got it all figured out mm-hmm. can happen. Yeah, me, how far did you think I would go? You thought I was gonna make it, I thought you was gonna make it for sure. Everybody, thought. I was shocked when you was bouncing college to college, exactly. Everybody. Yeah. What did you go to school for? What was your major? Kinesiology. Okay. I'm a, uh, now I'm under bio, I'm bio major. But if I just go back and do the 12 hours, I can literally now do it certified as a hitting trainer. Because that's what MLB teams look for, that bachelor's degree. But I'm like, man, I know dudes that only MLB do. teams look for a bachelor's degree? Bachelor's degree. For a hitting coach? Yes. Every job. Everybody every, want a bachelor's degree. Everybody want to it's bachelor's like a buzzword. I'm just thinking like sports though. Like maybe I understand. Maybe if you like the personal trainer of the team, yeah, you need to have your doctor's degree and all that. They but 
the hidden coach? Hidden it coach. don't seem like it's the coaches Actually. that would even care. It's like the higher ups. Higher ups. Why are we paying sense. this person yeah, this yeah, much money? Higher ups. He got a bachelor's. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's easier to digest. Yeah. The person has a bachelor's. But they, you don't got that paper. That's man. crazy. Yeah. I didn't yeah. even know if that. You ain't got that paper. They don't care. You can be the best hitting mind in the world. Yeah. You ain't got that paper. It don't matter. You can be a bachelor's in anything. Yeah. They don't care. They just want to know you have a bachelor's. Yeah. It's crazy. Man. And that's where the the struggles continue at right yeah. now. Like. We look at, and this is where society does need to change. I don't need a, a piece of paper to tell me that I'm good at something. At all. Like, at all. LeBron's agent. What's his name? Rich Porter, I think. What's his name? Rich uh, Paul. Rich Paul, I think. Rich Paul, and man, what's his other dude's name that's helping him run the businesses? Mm-hmm. Man, uh, I'm going to look Maverick, Maverick Carter. Yeah, Maverick, Maverick Carter. Carter. They ain't yeah. got degrees. Rich Paul. LeBron ain't got no degree. Well, look, and LeBron's a. Part billionaire, owner, billionaire, part a billionaire. Of the soccer team. Most of these billionaires out here don't didn't even go to college. Yeah. Exactly. Didn't step foot on the campus. Mm-hmm. But we got to have a piece of paper to judge the person that I can be. Yeah. Why? That's a good question. Why? I mean, like a lot of cost so much. Even like the coaches, that's what I always used to bother me about coaches. Like, yeah, like my partners always tell me, like, just be so good to where they can't deny you getting in the field. But I can't deny at some point they do have my. Ability to play at the at the palms of their hand mm-hmm. just by writing my name on the lineup or not, yeah, is going to determine if I'm gonna get seen today or not. Or not, you know what I'm saying? So that is one thing. It's the same thing with degree. So you you telling me you're not even gonna look at how good of a hitter I am if I don't have this piece of paper versus if I did. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that's one thing, man. I always like try to tell people like it ain't just like working so hard to where people can't deny your skill, but don't put. Don't put too much of your skills and your life in somebody else's hands. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? To where I'm nothing if if you don't approve of me. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That that will like tear somebody up, man, for real. And I thought I think that was the mindset that I had my last year mm-hmm. at Mackey. It was you literally have the last of my career in your hands, yeah. but you just don't want to mm-hmm. help me out. Mm-hmm. And you know I can play. Yeah, you know that that was never a slouch. You know I'm good, mm-hmm. but it was always going back into it's how he acts. Yeah. Did like, you ever go through like a bitter period to where you was real bitter? About oh, it bro, I was real. I was real bitter. Like, like not even one. Not to even. Run. Not even. Yeah, <laughs> showing up for practice. No, I showed up practice. Now that okay. was one thing you never. Okay. I never did. When it was either time to show up for a game an hour early or practice or just film in general, mm-hmm. I always went. And even at practice, I stayed two hours later. But still bitter bringing that energy yeah. in there. Still bitter bringing that negative energy yeah. around everybody. Mm-hmm. And then it gets to your teammates that they don't like you. And then the coach looks for over overhearing conversations of, ah, I hate him today. Mm-hmm. I don't like that dude today. Yeah. He just always complaining about something. So That's when he cycle. get that, when he get that in his ear, he's like, I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See? And a lot of coaches is like that. But why though? Come to me if you got the problem, address it. Mm-hmm. There was even a situation I went to his office. I was like, "Hey man, I ain't getting the getting the playing time that I deserve. You seen what I did last weekend? What's the deal? Oh, we gonna we gonna get you going. We gonna get you going. Didn't see the field for a month. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you didn't tell me why. Yeah, even though he know, even though you know. Yeah, yeah. Just be straight up. All right. And mm-hmm. then COVID hit. Hmm. Now we all going home. Now we, yeah, all, we all going, going home. home. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no more playing, yeah, man. It, it was already dwindling, dwindling yeah. down anyway. Mm-hmm. So now we all leaving and going home. So now what? So it's just 
literally, I tell everybody, like, the reason why I didn't go far and I was bouncing to college to college because of my ego. Literally. And that's the only thing I can tell people. Mm-hmm. I can come up with every excuse in the book. But at the end of the day, it was me yeah. out there. Were you always good as like a kid? Like where did that ego come from? <laughs> yeah, bro. It, okay, that's where the ego, ego came, came from. from. Coaches literally telling you all good. It's dangerous. Eight years it old. Is, eight years old playing up with 11, 12-year-olds. Yeah. I was wondering like, where, where would it come and from? Excelling. And excelling. Doing yeah. good. And excelling. And they like, man, he got it. And then your family going to that. He got it. Mm-hmm. He going to be gonna make it. He going to make yeah. it. He going to have the money. That's our boy. That pressure. How's that pressure feel? Heavy. And it's, it was big. My dad, my dad was a football guy. He never put that much pressure on me like that. It's just the outside, the immediate family putting that pressure on you. You got to make it. He the baseball player. He really, he, my, my nephew. He they does. introduce you as the baseball player. Yeah, 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 yeah. This ain't such and such. Mm-hmm. This, this is my, my baseball nep- player. This is my nephew, Romy. He the baseball player. Yeah. yeah. Why just can't be Romy? Yeah. Like, but that's how it is, man. That's big, man. And that's how it is with kids nowadays, too. Too much pressure. Social media play a role. Man, way too, too much pressure. Like, way too much pressure. Trying all to live all they see is Ws. That's mm-hmm. why you don't that's, ever get a chance to see Ls. And that's why I tell everybody as a whole, we're, as Oklahoma as a whole, it's not necessarily like coaches-wise. It's the information to help athletes get better. You're not putting out information ain't, ain't getting put out like we used to have. Mm-hmm. We never had social media when we was little, when we was out there. Mm-hmm. Now social media plays a role. You get told one thing by a coach on social media. Yeah. Then what? What do you mean? Like the exposure. Okay. Aspect. When we was in school playing, we did not have that exposure as some of these kids have nowadays. So like, let's say like a star player mm-hmm. and they're on social media and they're getting mm-hmm. all oh, that shine. It's, it's big, bro. It's okay. Big. Have you heard of the so dude Mikey? Play basketball? <laughs> bro, this is a dude named Mikey. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mikey Williams. He a sophomore. Sophomore in high school. This dude got over a million followers on Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that You remember I was telling you about Ball is Life and everything? Yeah. They like posting him left and right on their YouTube channel. Follow him this, around. This dude is a, like, a he's, a big, he's pretty much a celebrity already. And this dude's a sophomore in high school. So the exposure he has of like all these different colleges coming to him and everything. And I just read this this one this dude was like, it's not even about his skill at this point. It's just about his exposure. So if if Mikey got a million followers on Instagram and he got all these other people following him around like a celebrity, it's like, bro, Mikey coming to your school? Bet. Where ESPN going to be? at that school, where all the sports analysts going to be at mm. that school. Everybody's going to be following him. So it's not even that. I don't even have to check my skill because it ain't even worried about if I'm good or not because these folks showing up. Mm-hmm. And they telling me that I, obviously if I can play because they supporting me, they looking out for me. That's dangerous. Bro, getting, co- getting co-signed by dangerous. celebrities, if taking you pictures it, with celebrities. If you don't make and getting it paid, and then everybody leaves, yeah. that's going to mess his whole head up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, did I ever really have it? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It ain't even that where people really there for me. Did I ever really have it? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So now you're going to be lying to yourself thinking that you good. And it's not to say, I'm not saying that he ain't good. He's good at basketball. Yeah, we, we're not lying yeah, like he's really not good. But we all know people who are good that just don't yeah. make it. Yeah, and it's 100%. like, and then we also know people that get overshined. They just get overshined. And it's not even the things like, like what Romy was saying. It's not even that I can play. We knew Romy could play baseball, but it was things outside of the game that I need to handle. But if you already, what, what, you 15 when you a sophomore? Mm-hmm. You 15 years old 
I don't need to worry about my ego. None of that stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't need to worry about my personality. I'm the man. I'm the man already. And, and y'all going to let me be the man through college? All I got to do is one year in college, and then y'all going to let me be the man in the, in, in the pros. Because he definitely, like, it's, it's like it's now in Oklahoma. You tell a kid one thing, they get shined from that school. Mm -hmm. He walking around like he the man. Oh, yeah. Bro, you used to see, you remember uh, in football, dudes would get one offer in football, and they would walk around like, oh, I'm a Memphis commit. Bro, they just, they talk to you after practice. They didn't offer you a scholarship. They just yeah. talked to you after practice. And how how did they how did they go about this? I'm the man. Not I'm the man. You off my yeah, back. I'm the man around the school because mm -hmm. they talked to me. You ain't put in no work. Yeah, he just came to see how you was doing. Mm -hmm. Cool. So what that means from you in that moment? I gotta go harder now. Yeah. Not, I'm the man. I can just coast. Mm -hmm. And a lot of kids nowadays, they just coast. So Oklahoma as a whole with the athletes, they some of these athletes is good in Oklahoma, but they coast. But go out to L.A., it's a whole different lot of kids out mm -hmm. there that want it way better, mm -hmm. way more. Mm -hmm. And some of it might be the resources. Cool. But I've seen a lot of dudes with less resources yeah. make it out. Mm -hmm. And they don't coast. So yeah. it's just that happy medium of getting a kid and somebody just on the right track as well, just yeah. off of sports too. Somebody that's on the right path, okay? You want that promotion. I didn't get it. Now it goes back into you thinking, mm -hmm. well, why did he get it? What's the reason why I didn't do it? I work harder than him. Cool. Yeah. Connects resources. Yeah. Oh, that do help. That's a good point. Like, just because you're the best don't mean you're going to make it. Exactly. Because mm -hmm. nobody wants to work with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, man, it's like one of the things is like accepting the facts over the fantasy because we can get caught in like accepting the illusion that, oh, it's all right and everything is good or people telling me this mm -hmm. and that. Like, man, one of the things I had to like learn early on uh, when I first got into public speaking, I'm talking about, bro, all my classmates were telling me, bro, you are, you're a great speaker. Mm -hmm. My professor was, she was over this, uh, I think it's like AP Alpha Beta something, mm -hmm. some. Uh, some group at the school, I can't remember their name. Slandered them. Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty much did. <laughs> you know, hey, shout out to her if she listens. She knows who they are. But uh, she offered me to come speak at, like, the introduction, like, uh, the ceremony where they brought the new people in. And I go out there and I did great. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't until, like, I started getting on social media and I started putting, like, me speaking on social media. I was like, dang, I ain't getting the feedback that I, th that I was getting, like, in the class or that I get, like, when I go speak at certain places, I ain't getting this type of feedback. And one thing that did get to me was, like, bro, you do have to work on something. And one of the hardest things, bro, even though, like, I love Mariah and me and Mariah are close and everything, but it was so hard taking advice from Mariah. Bro, it was so hard. For one, I used to always be like, bro, you ain't even a speaker. What you know? Like, you mm -hmm. don't even know this stuff. But then another thing was like, nah, bro, she's, she's like, a consumer. She it. is. And she was like, you said that word wrong. I was like, yeah. She was like, are you can't, she was like, you can't just flow that stuff together. She was like, they don't know what that means. I was like, like you got to break that down more. And I'm like, how they don't know what ain't in y'all and all this other stuff, how this stuff ain't. And she just kept telling me like, nah, you got to fix that. You got to fix that. And it wasn't until I started working on myself being like, mm, you know, like, mm -hmm. okay, I was like, you can't accept the fact that, yeah, you can't speak, yep. but you can't live in the fantasy world that you just this godly speaker walking around town and everything and can't nobody touch you on stage. Nah, bro, you got to understand like, Bro, I still work on this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's and never going to stop. It's never going to stop. 
And one of the things, like, that's why I'm trying to hit so much on, like, the ego and all that stuff behind stage. Because one of the things I'm learning now is, like, when it comes to speaking, it's not even about me getting on stage, me speaking to X amount of people. I don't I don't trip on that. Yeah. But what I trip on now is that I'm living the life that I'm speaking about. Yeah. So it's so hard on me, like what you say, being consistent with, like, my relationship, being consistent with, like, my prayers and all these type of things that I'm telling people to do. Mm-hmm. Like, making sure I'm on that as yeah. well. That's one of the hardest and things. Then, and one of my kids, he got a Bible verse on his arm. I forgot. And I asked him one day, what it Bro. Hey, no, no, no. It's, it's, no, no, no. Forget, no, no. You hit me with one of my kids. I was like, you got one of my kids. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. He already got a tattoo. What is going on? I should have clarified that. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. But nah, one of my baseball kids, he had a Bible verse. I forgot what he said it was. And I asked him what it meant. You know, some people get tattoos. They don't even know what it meant. Especially Bible verses. And it was, uh, he said, we may make our plans, but God would determine our steps. Mm-hmm. And I forgot what verse that was. But I was like, "Yeah." I said, you live by that? He said, yeah. I said, why? And he thought, thought about it for mm-hmm. a whole minute. He was like, because if this don't work out, I know I got a backup plan. And I know God is trying to push me somewhere that I need to be. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. What grade is he in? Junior. Yeah. Keep that mind. Yeah. Be straight. Be all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just, off, just off that alone. Surprise me. Yeah. Because he one of them kids, like, he he do a lot of talking. And it surprised me. I said, okay. I see it, that humbleness is in you. Mm-hmm. Let's see if I can get it out. Yeah. It's going to take a while. Yeah. We already butt heads a couple times. But it's going <laughs> to. <laughs> like, I'm good anyway. Yeah. You want to kick me off the team? Yeah. I know it wasn't for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, and he, good, he really good. good. He really good, though. Like, yeah. and that's the thing, bro. He's really, really good. But he's just one of those kids that just think everything got to be handed to me. Mm-hmm. And when your parent is an ex ex pro player in the NFL, yeah, not even. Yeah. <laughs> but mm-hmm. that's pressure, pressure. And I and I I feel for him. It ain't it ain't pressure in a bad sense, but it's like my pops did this, mm-hmm. so I got to try to match that yeah. better. And yeah. the dude, he got it. Like I can't say that he got it, mm-hmm. but it's just that humbleness that needs to help him. Get there, and they're gonna take. It's gonna take a while. Mm-hmm. So, but that's where we at. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I I can't leave without asking this question. So, I had two questions. I only got to ask the first, but this is the second one, man. Is that one of the biggest things when you talking about all that time you were sitting bouncing around these, these different colleges and doing all this other stuff? One of the things, man, I want to know from your perspective is, bro, how do you stay persistent to keep practicing, keep playing, keep like showing up? Because one of the things I also thought about this earlier, I was thinking, I was like, bro, Romy didn't set under a lot of different coaches, bro. Mm-hmm. So you didn't had a lot of different people critique your game, mm-hmm. tell you this, tell you that, and everything. Oh, you're not doing this right. You go to this coach, or you are doing that right. Like, how do you say persistent to keep going at this? And even though that guy may not approve of it, that guy did, I'm going to keep doing what I do and keep getting better at my game. That's where I go with it now to this day. Mm-hmm. I went out the way I went in, yeah, which was my way. Mm-hmm. So even me looking back on all those critiques, that ain't going to work. Yeah. Why are you doing this? What's the problem? Mm-hmm. I never changed myself as far as, which was the good thing about me. Yeah. I stayed myself. Mm-hmm. I never let somebody make me, force me to act something I wasn't. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. Now I'm gonna go out and do it my way. Mm-hmm. Even with me playing now, 
it got me this far because I'm not way. Yeah, it's not where I wanted to be at. I wanted to be in the MLB, but I'm still pro. I can put that down because I mm-hmm. did it my way. And a lot of kids, they love to go and act a certain way they want. Why, though? Why are you promoting yourself to this if you're not that? Mm-hmm. You this guy. Yeah. Like me. I'm this guy. Yeah, there's some teaks I got to figure mm-hmm. out with myself off the field. But on the field, I did it my way. Yeah. So I'm going to go out my way. And me being persistent of staying in the game, I just love it. I love that feeling of the work ethic. And that keeps me with my everyday life. I have a routine in baseball. But let me do that routine in my everyday life, mm-hmm. whether it's work. I show up to work an hour early. Mm-hmm. If there's extra work, I stay yeah. an hour later. Yeah. Baseball, I'll show up an hour early. I stay two hours later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, work ethic. Yeah. I love it. Like, it, it keeps me mm-hmm. grounded. It keeps me with my everyday life. Like, you got to work. So would you tell people to fall more in love with the goal or the grind? The goal. For real? And the grind. Why you say the goal, though? The goal is... The goal surprised. Is, I am surprised. Like, surprised? Why, why, why you, you say surprised? That? No, no, no. Answer your answer your first. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear what you got to say first. But, yeah, why why would you tell people to fall more in love with the goal? Because the goal is, the goal is something you're trying to reach. It's not attainable all the time. And the grind, you can fall in love to grind. It's easy. You can grind with this. You grind. Yeah. But what's the goal? Mm. What's the goal? Are you asking me what the yeah, goal what's is the, here? What's the goal? Oh, man. The goal for the podcast, man, is to eventually get to the point to where, for one, the first goal in all mm-hmm. is to bring self-awareness to people. Mm-hmm. We want people to be more self-aware of who they are. But the second goal, man, is to bring this into the educational system. Yeah. So where self-awareness is being taught every single day mm-hmm. across the board. Yep. So that's the goal there. But- the reason why I say the the grind, fall in love with the grind, the grind, though? because the reason why I say the grind, man, is because I wouldn't want people to fall in love with the goal. Because when it came to baseball, I was in love with the goal. I was mm. never in love with the grind. Yeah. So, like, when it came to, like, okay, so I had three goals when it came to playing baseball. Mm. My first goal was hit a home run because I thought I could never do it. Mm. But it was to hit a home run. Mm-hmm. It was to win a trophy because... And Little League, I got best attitude. Mm-hmm. That was the trophy they gave me. Which pretty much, bro, you suck, but you're on the team. <laughs> I know suck, but you was happy. Yeah, you was happy. I know, I know what best attitude means. I wasn't dumb at that time. Yeah. So it was to hit a home run, mm-hmm. right, win a trophy because I wanted a real trophy. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be considered one of the best on the team because mm-hmm. I was tired of being seen as, like, the underdog. Hey, you may mm-hmm. – oh, he coming up to the oh, – he about to strike out. Now, mm-hmm. I was tired of that. So – I got those goals. So, like, it came to my my junior year. I hit a home run. Mm-hmm. We won two out of the four tournaments we played in. I helped him with that home run. <laughs> oh, man. Just throw it in there. You know, but right, but we, we won two out of the four tournaments we, we played in. Mm-hmm. And so we got two trophies for that. Um, I also was put into the Big Ten, Big Conference. Mm-hmm. So I got another plaque for that. So that's a trophy. And I was also considered, like, when I got up to play, like, my teammates was like, yeah, like, he's coming up. Like, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, we we glad that he's about to go hit instead of like, oh, we disappointed. But after I achieved all those goals, when it came to my senior season, that's why I quit. Mm. Because literally, when we was going to practice every day, like I already told Zyla, when we was going to practice every day, I was like, bro, like, what's the point of being out here? You know, I already did what I wanted to mm-hmm. do. I already hit the home run. I gave mm-hmm. up on the league a long time ago. I knew that mm-hmm. wasn't about to happen. So I had no goal of making it to the league. Yeah. But there was no grind for me to keep showing up and, like, set new goals. Mm-hmm. 
because I was never in love with the grind. Mm. I was only in love with the goals. So after I achieved the goals, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the same thing happened with my my marriage. You know, I haven't told Mariah, but I, like when we first got together, my whole thing was just getting with Mariah and showing like, bro, we could be together. Mm -hmm. And then when people started saying like, yeah, y'all could be together, especially after we got married, I was mm -hmm. like, mm, nah. I'm in love with being, now I'm more in love with being the best husband that I can every single day tomorrow. So that's the grind. That's every single day I have to yeah. work on this stuff. You see, I've been slipping this week and everything. Yeah. But that's every single day I, I have to work about the fries. You know, you don't even we'll know. We'll tell you off camera. Yeah, we'll tell you later. But <laughs> you know, I literally slipped up with that one. But it's every single day I'm working because the next day I came around and got her some fries because I, I slipped up on that. So it's every single day I'm working on this because I see it's better to me to fall in love with the grind. Mm -hmm. Because no matter what, like what the dude said with the Bible verse, mm -hmm. even if you put me in like baseball, you put me in business, you put me in relationships, you put me in spiritual walk, mm. the grind is to still be the best I can at whatever I'm doing. Yeah. So no matter what the goal is, I'm still going to try to be the best at, at whatever I can be. Mm. That's the grind. That's why I'm like, I was surprised when you said fall in love with I'm the, a little different. The I look grind. at them as the exact same. Yeah. For real? Yeah. I, that's how I look at it. I don't. But- you can fall in love with the grind or the goal. It's, yeah. What's the point of grinding if there's no goal? If there's yeah. no goal. That's so, why I fell in love with the goal because yeah. the grind was instilled in me. Mm -hmm. It's consistency. That consistent grind. Yeah. Why would I question the consistent grind if mm -hmm. this is the goal? Yeah. Man, I'm telling you, you're good, man. My, my, <laughs> my goal was to make it mm -hmm. as far as baseball would take me. Yeah. And I did that. Now, my goal with baseball now is to make somebody better in life. Mm-hmm. I don't look at myself as a hitting coach or a baseball coach. Mm -hmm. Like even when they ask me, you a hitting coach? Nah, I take this as time management. Yeah. Why do I take it as time management? Because it's investing my time with something that I want and I'm mm -hmm. achieving. So this is the grind. Let's can stay, stay consistent at the grind. The goal is there. Like we can't have, we have a short-term goal, long-term goal, mid-term goal, whatever. Mm -hmm. Short-term goal is how I broke it down with you. That's how I got you better. Short-term yeah. goal is what we got you at right now. Mm -hmm. When when we met? Sophomore year? Yeah, freshman like year? In the freshman year. In the freshman yeah, year. Yeah, in the summer. summer. Was he a good teacher? Romy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it he was, knew it was there. It was, I knew yeah, he knew his stuff. It was like, there. it was but, no doubt. But then that, again, you could, just because you know something don't mean you're going to be a yeah. good teacher. And that, Romy and knew his stuff. And that's how I took it as when I was working with him. I said, bro, I know my stuff, but I don't know a lot. But I can get you. The short-term goal is to get you better than what you are. Mm -hmm. But why? Was because it for you to be better or? For him. Because okay. I seen. Were y'all playing at the same time? I Y'all was still in college. Yeah. Oh, and I, okay. I'm talking about no, the no, team. No, we wasn't on the same no. team. Okay. And how I looked at, like when I first saw him, I'm like, it's in you. We just got to get it out you. The short term goal is, how can I make you better in this short amount of time that we got, which mm -hmm. was this summer. Okay. We did that. I'll come back every now and then. He'll call me. He'll text me. All right. I'll come up there and help you. Midterm goal was, yeah. hey, how do I keep you consistent starting? Okay, we're going to go with that. We got you starting. You see how the grind ain't even thought about because it's already there. Meanwhile, yeah. I was starting, you know, I just wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't the guy yet. I just got to let y'all know that. He was starting, but he wasn't, wasn't guy. that guy, I wasn't guy yet. The guy. Yeah. Yeah, so, sure. but the, the grind's grind going to be there. Yeah, yeah you yeah, never yeah. thought about the grind because it was already there. You thought about the goal more mm -hmm. than anything else, and the grind was there. Yeah. Once you achieve the goal, like you said, okay, I ain't got to do no more. Why wouldn't I still do the grind? The grind ain't never left mm -hmm. because you still went to practice. Yeah, I did, but that's what I'm saying. I fell out of it though. That's but what I'm saying. So I just, is, why is that a bad thing? 
if you hadn't have been, you know, out there smoking, yeah. it, it would have <laughs> been See? a cool thing. Oh, yeah. It, it would have been a cool thing that you yeah, achieved yeah, your yeah. goals and be done. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. not everybody gets that closure from like playing sports in high school. There's mm-hmm. a lot of dudes walking around that didn't even get to go to college out here down bad yeah. because they, they didn't achieve their goals yeah. at all. Yeah. So just be grateful instead of looking at it like, hey, I mean, nah, I'm not, I'm not seeing it in I a was bad lost. way. I tell everybody, I tell everybody when you quit, I said, this dude was really, if you see a, the amount of short progress he made in that amount of time to, mm-hmm. to be that good, yeah, you wouldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. And I told him every day, I'm like, bro, you can play college ball. I even made him go to the Rose tryout, yeah. and they wanted him. Oh yeah, yeah. Grambling State was talking to him. Yeah. So, but you see how it's the goal. Do I still want to get there? Because mm-hmm. my grind always gonna be there. You get that piece of paper to sign for to college. Yeah. The grind instantly going to be there. All right, I'm ready. I'm yeah. ready. The goal is, the goal is to be. But well, without that goal. I mean, for no sure, point. yeah, you grinding for no reason. Mm-hmm. But this is what I tell people now. Like, maybe I need to check myself. But I tell people now, bro, set goals that you know is going to be too big mm-hmm. to even handle. You know what I'm saying? Like, the goal of, of trying to get self-awareness put into the education system all over America but that ain't easy. It ain't. That ain't easy, but that's something that I want to do. So that's something I'm setting out for like, bro, okay, this may take, you know, we may get it in our lifetime, but then after we get it, okay, but like you said, it's people all over the world because mm-hmm. especially like my wife and her family being connected to Haiti, mm-hmm. I see how much like other countries really need, like they really need that. So then it's going to be like, okay, y'all got America, but y'all don't have Haiti. Yep. Okay, y'all got Haiti, but y'all don't have the Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. Okay, y'all got them, but y'all don't have Mexico. And it's like all these other things. So, those is goals that's going to be like, bro, you're going to have to grind hard for these things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Those are like big goals. That's why I said, tell people now, like, bro, set big goals. It's good mm-hmm. to have like small things. Okay, let's focus on first putting out a curriculum. Yep. You put out a curriculum. Okay, focus. Let's get that in a school. Okay, you get a school, let's get a district. Mm-hmm. Okay, you get a district, let's get a, a sister district. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're, then you're having goals that are building it's, upon. It's, yeah. It also, go, goal. it also goes back into the person you're talking to mm-hmm. as well. Now, EJ. EJ was sitting here, hey, the goal is MLB, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. In this amount of time. That's the big goal. You yeah. got a high school. So we're going to set that that high. Mm-hmm. Like you said, set big goals. Yeah. For you, it was a goal of, okay, steps, mm-hmm. building blocks. As much as I, once you get the goal, now what? Yeah. It's either you want to build on it or keep going. Whatever you want to do. For you, yeah. All right. I did every goal I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. It ain't for me no more. And that's where I tell everybody, if you got a goal and you grind to all the way and you get it, now what? Mm-hmm. Like we just said, I feel I look at the goal and the grind as the same, complete same. Yeah. Like podcasting, public speaking, you got the goal. Now what you want to do? Mm-hmm. You see how to do the yeah. goal, keep setting goals, keep building mm-hmm. the goals because you're going to fall in love with the goals and the grind is always going to be there. Yeah, that's true. That's true, man. So, man, just, I guess when we're closing, man, tell us this, man. So, leave us with a, what's a short-term goal you got right now? What's a, a big goal you got? Well, I achieved a short-term goal. I'm a hitting instructor at uh, DBAT in OKC. Mm-hmm. So, that was one of the, self, the short goals. The big goal is to try to get most of these athletes in baseball better developing, better information, mm-hmm. pushing new information that'll help instead of let's just go with the old way. 
Yeah. They're probably more more away than you think. You got to keep learning. As a coach and as an individual, you got to keep learning. Mm-hmm. You ain't always right. So take something. Quit always micromanaging everything that you think. Mm-hmm. No, that ain't going to work. We'll try it. It might work. You might like it. And if it don't, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. But that's that's where I'm at with it, man. Got to be. All right, man. So y'all already know what it is. Whatever platform. It, oh, man, first and foremost, man, if you made it this far in the episode, you already know what it is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, man. And like, comment, subscribe, y'all. You already know the deal. Um, tell us what you learned about this episode. And don't forget to share it with somebody and tell them what you learned about this episode because word of the mouth is still the best marketing tool that we all have. So, like I said, if you could like, comment, subscribe. Do not get to share it. We're dropping episodes every single week, Sunday at 7 a.m. Do not forget to promote it. Do not forget to share it with somebody. So, until the next one, y'all. Oh, yeah, yeah, my bad. My bad. I'm moving too fast, too fast, too fast sometimes. What's up? Uh, Y'all don't forget to stop showing love to Zyla's podcast. We got Writers Anonymous. Uh, you already know. Uh, I cannot uh, be moving too fast. Do nah. not forget to show love to Zyla's podcast. And remember, man, we still looking for writers. If you know somebody that's a writer, you are a writer, man, show some love our way for real. We're going to try to do some work with them. So, like I said, we got Zyla on here. And we appreciate Romy for joining us this week. You already know what it is. Appreciate you All having right. me. All right, man. Until the next one, y'all. Be easy. Peace. <laughs> oh, my I already bad, knew why you were laughing. I was like, he got some work on his head. My bad. My oh, bad. That man about to be working. He about to be working. He about to knock me out. That man said every time. Was it bad? Was it tapping? Uh, you was in. Yeah, man, I was hitting. My bad. We were making a beat, man. I was waiting on him to say something. I said, I think I'm tapping. All right. I'm in mid-conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, you good, man.